This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marsha Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis, and this is another talk about Christian non-duality. And today I'm going to talk about hypocrisy and non-duality. Jesus was not much for condemning sinners, just the opposite. He was known for his unconditional acceptance of people. In fact, he had a reputation for associating with outsiders and notorious sinners and forgiving those whom society condemned. That practice put him at odds with the religious people of his day. The only people that Jesus could not stomach were religious people who self-righteously judged others. He called them hypocrites. Now the word used in the Gospels is the Greek word hypocrites, which is transliterated directly into the English language as hypocrite. The word refers to an actor or a stage player in Greek theater. The Greek word is a compound noun made of two smaller Greek words, which literally translate as an interpreter from underneath. Now that is a reference to actors in Greek theater who wore large masks to portray the character they were playing, and they interpreted the story from underneath their masks. The Latin equivalent is persona, which means literally to sound through, also referring to an actor speaking through a mask used on the Roman stage. Jesus condemned religious people for being actors, for wearing a righteous mask while being someone else underneath. He reasoned that the people he hung around with were sinners, but they were not pretending to be anything else and that made them closer to the kingdom of God than the religious people, Jesus said. He judged the Pharisees for play-acting at being holy when underneath they were really no different than anyone else. In other words, he criticized them for not being their true selves. Hypocrisy is the only sin that Jesus ever condemned, as far as I can determine, with the exception of condemning these same Pharisees for being willfully spiritually blind, which I think is really just another facet of the same thing. Jesus did not condemn the woman caught in adultery. He did not condemn the, the woman at the well for sexual immorality. In fact, he doesn't seem to care about sexual mores very much, which puts him completely at odds with conservative Christians today who seem to be obsessed with that. Jesus' condemnation of hypocrisy is much more fundamental to his message than just exposing some religious people for being two-faced. Hypocrisy is what we might call the original sin, which is why Jesus stressed it so much. The original sin of the human race is not being our true selves. 
covering ourselves up and hiding from God, which is exactly what Adam and Eve did in the Genesis story after eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is the tree of duality. All of us are actors. As Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage, and all men and women merely players. We are actors unaware that we are actors, which makes the deception doubly hard to uncover. We play a role and hide our identity from others and ourselves. We call it the ego, or personality, which comes from that Latin word persona, person, meaning actor. In fact, we play multiple roles, just like the Greek and Roman stage actors, and we get lost on our roles. We so identify with the character that we have created for ourselves that we forget we're playing a role. We mistake our roles for who we really are. So when someone asks, who are you? We respond by giving them the name of the character that we are portraying. When asked for more information about who we are, we give more information about the play we are in. For example, when I am asked, I respond that I am a ordained Christian minister, I am a husband, I am a father, I am a grandfather, I am an American, I am a political independent, and I could go on and on with these attributes, endless roles that we so easily get lost in and we confuse for what we really are. Some people get so lost in their stage persona that they are willing to kill or die to maintain faithfulness to that role. Like suicide bombers and holy warriors. But unlike an actor who dies on the stage to play the role another day, this actor dies for good. Although Eastern spiritual traditions say that the one underneath actually does live play another day in reincarnation. We can get very subtle and self-deceptive about these roles, playing the role of a non-dualist, playing the role of one who knows that he's not the role, and who condemns others for not knowing and not using the proper non-dual language to describe the role of the non-dualist. It's all hypocrisy. There's no end to the deceptiveness of the human ego. I experience this regularly when I sit down for meditation. I sit down and I rest as awareness, which in religious language I refer to as abiding in Christ. So I rest in awareness and then my mind will soon start blabbering away very often about something very spiritual. A favorite trick of my ego is to start thinking about something that I really need to put in my videos or podcasts or blog or, or books or something like that. Some, some insight that comes during meditation, completely unbidden. How insightful that thought is, I think. I must not forget that idea. It's too good. I must keep it in my mind or I must write it down. I must not lose it which will certainly happen if I stop thinking about it. 
and I go back to resting as awareness, so I'll keep it in my mind till the end of the meditation, which of course undermines the whole reason for meditation. In that way, my ego wins. That's how deceptive it is. It loves to take center stage. It loves to play the role of spiritual ego. And then I catch myself and I laugh at myself and willingly or unwillingly I abandon that thought. Knowing it's just a thought and that's all it is and it's perfectly all right if that thought is lost forever. And there's going to be other thoughts. There's never a shortage of thoughts. So I return to resting as awareness. And then Soon enough, I start thinking about how much I am enjoying resting as awareness. And I play the role of meditator, resting as awareness, instead of resting as awareness. There's no end to the lengths that the ego will go to capture my attention and take center stage. It loves to act. It is a true Hippocrates. In spiritual lingo, what I am describing is usually talked about as the difference between two selves. The, the false self, often called the ego, or in my example today, the actor, and the true self, which is what we really are underneath all the masks and the roles we play. The spiritual life is about recognizing that we are not the roles we play. It is to turn our attention 180 degrees and lift the mask to glimpse our true self. And when we do, then we are troubled by the emptiness that we see, and yet we are amazed at the fullness that we see. As Jesus says in the opening verse of the Gospel of Thomas, Let him who seeks continue seeking until he finds. When he finds, he will become troubled. When he becomes troubled, he will be astonished, and he will rule over all. It is indeed troubling to see that we are not who we thought we were. To see that what we thought we were is nothing more than a mask, a role that we have written for ourselves, or we have allowed others to write for ourselves, allowed the world to write for us, in which we then obey and we play Willingly, unwillingly, unwittingly. What we are astonishes us when we see it. We see that beneath all the masks that all of us play, we are nothing, literally no thing. We are the one player playing all the roles, the world's soul. That which we see is what we call God, who rules over all. We are not our mortal selves. As Shakespeare says, a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more, is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. We are not ourselves. We are the author of all selves, the one who wrote the script 
and created the stage setting that we call the universe. It's not by accident that the word script and scripture is the same. Now I could go on and on with this script, but this is a good place to stop. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Mm-hmm.